Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of No Wrestling. It's me here, Mark Sylvester, and what I thought I'd do today, guys, is a very different episode. Normally I always do a best of of the year where I'll be doing one soon with Richie talking about our best of 2020. But for today, I wanted to kind of do that uh, a bit of a 180 on this and today. And so what I'm going to be talking about today is the worst of 2020. Now, for the worst of 2020, I've kind of brought down the categories. And for this year, I'm using uh, seven of them. And the categories I'm going to be looking at today are the worst wrestler, which includes female and male, worst tag team, the worst feud, worst uh, show overall, like um, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, that kind of stuff, NXT, uh, the promotion, the commentator, and the moment. Like what big moment stood out to me, which is one of the worst moments in the year. That is wrestling of 2020. And to begin with, I'm going to be looking at the worst wrestler. Now, for me, the worst wrestler that I find is The Miz. I find him to be the worst wrestler for me because I found him this year to be overpushed, um, not really utilised properly to warrant the push. And when he was pushed, it was like, but the week before, he was this idiot who would lose every single match, but you're now promoting him as the money in the bank, the guy who's going on to potentially become the champion by using the briefcase. It just didn't really work. And I don't really feel like he's a good wrestler. Yes, he's very good on the mic, but I don't feel like the booking, especially for him, and even though he's very good on the mic, has kind of helped him to prosper him to become as good as he was 10 years ago. And I just found his feud with Otis to be really bad, and it's just weird and stupid, and it's just... Yeah, The Miz for me is my worst rest of the year. And going along with that, it's my worst tag team. And this would have to be The Miz and John Morrison, where it, it was kind of like you have these two really good slash all right um, wrestlers who are in a tag team. I know they've been a tag team for years back in the WECW days and SmackDown and Raw when they were wrestling for the Unified Tag Team Championship against the um, Epico and Primo or Primo and Carlito depending on who the tandem was at the time back in 2009 but I kind of feel like these two are just yeah they were champions for a bit but it was just random that at Wrestlemania it was like a freeway with just one of them and the way they were booked the way they were pushed the way that they're made to look like these simpletons the way that it was kind of like with the Miz being the worst rest of the year it's like the way that he was booked to look so stupid the way that John Morrison's been booked to look so stupid even though this there's this guy who's done so well on the indie scene did amazingly well in Impact did amazingly well in Lucha Underground and all these other different promotions and stuff and then he came back to WWE and they're just wasting him and it's just ridiculous and that's why for me they're my worst tag team just because 
they're not utilised properly and I believe John Morrison as a bigger side than the Mizzes because I feel like the Miz is on that sort of totem pole that as, that as long as he's staying how he is he will never go beyond that where at least if John Morrison even before now like now I don't think he'll do anything I don't think he'll get anywhere I think he'll be stuck in mid-card hell forever even though he could have when he came back got onto superstardom to become in a sense to become the next Jeff Hardy but I feel that WWE have ruined him and have ruined uh, him and The Miz and has turned them into mid-card jobbers pretty much so yeah and for me my worst feud of the year would have to go to the Hurt Business versus The New Day. Uh, even though the matches themselves have been really, really good and like the, I love the guys, I love Shelton Benjamin, I love Cedric Alexander, I love Kofi Kingston, I love Xavier Woods, but the way that WWE have booked this feud has been ridiculous. They had one match which ended in a countout, then it didn't end in a countout, they ended in a pinfall. We had another match which had a screwy finish, but then they did another one. You had another match with a screwy finish. And then finally at TLC, you had the Hurt Business win properly. And I just think this feud was really stupid because it could have been a feud that was actually seen to be really, really good because that's what WWE have in these four are two amazing tag teams. Because for me, the New Day are one of my all-time favourite tag teams ever. Like, I really like them. Yes, I was upset that they beat Demolition's uh, record because I've always loved Demolition, my favourite tag team of all time. But I'm happy it was them who did it. And I feel like by them being separated from Big E and being put onto Raw, I was hoping that they would be given more shine and to be put into high echelon. And I was so happy when Kofi Kingston won the WWE Championship that I was really pissed off that he didn't really do anything about it and I kind of feel like with this feud and the way that it's been booked and the way that Dave um, and the way that they've portrayed these four wrestlers I just hated it and I just feel like Vince could have done way better with these four because these four are all bona fide main eventers and you can't forget as well from the Hurt Business MVP or Bobby Lashley who I'm hoping will go on to become the world champion one day and especially in Bobby Lashley because I feel like that's where he should be and I'm so glad that even after his terrible booking of two years ago that they're signing to propel him into more of a main event more badass hill that he, that he should be and that's why this feud is my worst of the year just because this feud does not show you us as the fans or the WWE universe as they like to call us the reason that these four are so good in the ring and the reason why if they were properly booked and it was properly done well this could have been one of the best views of the year not for me the worst view of the year and next is the worst show like i said before with this show it's to do with the actual show itself like if it's raw smackdown nxt dynamite uh tna impact you know all that kind of bollocks that for me, the worst show has to be WWE Raw. And the reason why this is because it's booked to shit. It's too long, being three hours, it should be two hours. Uh, the booking is terrible. It's quite amusing, actually, when you look at both the shows. You look at SmackDown, which has two of, or if not three of, the most interesting wrestlers slash views going. I mean, yes, it doesn't have the fourth one anymore because that's finished. And I was so happy when she finally won the championship against Bailey at Hell in a Cell, being Sasha Banks versus Bailey. And then you have Raw. I've had a few all right feuds, but I kind of lingered them out. Um, it's losing a lot of viewers because it's just been so bad. And I just feel like it's one of those shows that 
Vince doesn't know how to book it anymore. And I feel like because he's just getting too old now, he has this man who is amazing, as in Keith Lee. And he, I know he had him beat Randy Orton and all this other stuff, but since then it's like, you haven't done anything with this man? He is amazing. And the fact that he wants him to go back to the performance center to, in a sense, learn how to wrestle again is ridiculous because he's one of the best wrestlers ever. He's had one of my all-time favorite matches in takeover let alone wrestling in history with his match against um Dive Kojic or however you pronounce his name now in NXT as well as back in PWG and he's just a guy who I think is great and I feel like because Raw is losing viewers it's had some of its worst viewers like ratings in in, in its history and it, and you can see just he just throws things at the wall and then things don't stick and it's amazing how the same man can produce this load of bollocks but then also produce the absolute gold that is smackdown and it's just shocking and i'm hoping that one day when vince finally retires and gives it to triple h that he'll book it properly and he'll book it in the way that it should be done because Raw back 20 years ago, even 15 in a sense, maybe even 10, was some of the most exciting television ever. And it's gone to the point that I never watch any WWE or like wrestling much anymore. I just listen to the podcast and listen to how they, they describe these shows being so bad and so terrible. It, it actually makes me kind of like gratified in the sense that I've chosen not to watch a show anymore because I just find it so bad. And it's just one of those shows I'm hoping gets better because for wrestling's sake, I want AEW to do really well and start getting more viewers and Raw. I want New Japan to do really, really well. I want Impact to do really, really well. I want Ring of Honor to do really, really well. I want Chippewa to do really, really well. I want Ref Pro to do really, really well because I want there to be competitions because I want WWE to be the best. And it's one of those annoying things where with WWE, it can be so good. Like, if WWE was booked properly like it was 20 years ago when you had the amazing storylines, everyone was being used properly, everyone it wasn't so scripted with the promos, It they got to be themselves, they got to turn themselves up to 10, it was the best. And I hope WWE one day come back to that and actually prove why they are the best promotion in the entire world. And going on to that, my worst promotion of 2020 would have to be WWE. Now the reason for this is like I said before, it's been booked to shit with Raw especially. The promos are terrible. They're so scripted. The fact that Vince McMahon changes his mind continuously. The fact that they do this, they do that, they do this, they do that. It's really bad. The fact of everything that's been happening due to the whole COVID situation due to them taking away people's livelihoods, being able to use Cameo uh, the fact of they had these people continuously coming over, they wouldn't even test them for ages until there was a massive um, COVID outbreak. The fact that they got annoyed when people announced they were COVID positive and just loads of different other things that made me kind of not want to be a WWE fan anymore. But in a sense, I still have that loyalty to them because they're the reason why I am a fan of wrestling and they're the reason why... I love it so much. We're in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, with the Attitude Era, Steve Austin, The Rock, etc. And all that kind of lot. And then you've got the 80s stuff with Hulk Hogan and all that bollocks. And I love it. And it's one of those things that even though, yes, WWE might be quite scumbaggish with Vince McMahon the way that he is and everything else. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm a lot more harsher than I would be on like an AEW or an Impact is 
because of that love I have for them and the fact that I want them to become as good as they once were. You know, I want them to go on to become the be all and end all. I want every show to be as good as SmackDown because for me, SmackDown is the best show that they produce. Like SmackDown has amazing storylines like the Ro- the Roman Reigns stuff for example it's amazing just how nice and day is between Smackdown and Raw like Raw I remember back in the day used to be the exciting show and Smackdown was just a little oh the stepchild you know like the one that no one really cared about and then you can see Smackdown now becoming the better show like you got the amazing Roman storyline you had the amazing Sasha Banks Bailey storyline you have the amazing Jey Uso Roman Reigns thing you have the amazing Kevin Owens Roman Reigns thing and you have these amazing mid-carders and Sami Zayn's doing some really good stuff for himself and everything else and it's just a fantastic show that I'm really really sad to see Raw being its flagship show being so bad and the and the way that Vince McMahon is at the moment and stuff it's just yes it's a bit cunty really but yeah it's a bit cunty really but at the same time, even though they are my worst promotion of 2020, I still have that brand loyalty and that love for them because, like I said, they're the reason why I love professional wrestling. And for me, my worst commentator of 2020 would have to probably be most of, besides Samoa Joe, the WWE um, Raw commentary. I mean, for me, not a fan of WWE's commentary in general, really. I know SmackDown is slightly better, but even then it's just like, it's robotic. It's too, it's too plaze. They have to shield this stuff. They don't really focus on the matches. It's just, it's just basically blah. And I prefer things like the AEW commentary, and I fucking adore the New Japan commentary. Like for me, one of the best commentators ever because he actually adds to the match, and you feel like what well, you're listening to him, and especially as well when Jr. is at his echelon at, at his best in AEW. And they add to the match, and I feel like with Raw, especially besides Samoa Joe, even then, with, even then with Joe, I kind of feel like he doesn't do it as much anymore. But when Joe's on the ball, he's fantastic, and it's just really, really sad just to see just his commentators just like ugh. And then a lot of times I have to feel like I have to mute it because I can't, can't be able to listen to these people just talk rubbish, and it's just like just talk about the match. Why are you talking all these bollocks? Just talk about the actual match. And that's for me, that's why the commentators on Raw, besides Samoa Joe, are my worst of 2020. And now for my final category for my worst of 2020, and that would have to be my worst moment. I know there's been a lot of different moments that I would class as the worst, like the horrible bump that Matt Hardy took when he wrestled against Sammy Guevara. Um... Some of the different stuff where they went to Saudi Arabia earlier this year before lockdown happened. Goldberg winning the championship. Um, what WWE did when it came to not giving people tests when they came up. Um, the whole thing of Cameo. The whole third party thing. Firing Selena Vega. And all these stupid um, c- cinematic stuff. But for me, it has to be the moment when Akira Tozawa, the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits were in that uh, bin and the shark ate them all or nearly ate them all. And that was just so bad. It was just like, why? Why is this being done? Like, I, it was really good at the time when they actually had some really interesting and exciting cinematic moments. But with that happening, I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing something that is so bad? Like, why are you ruining uh, the prospect of this amazing staff match? Because 
after the amazing things like the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match, for example, that I'm like, why would you do this? You know, it's like, why? It's just, this is just so bad. And the moment when this actually happened was just like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, why am I watching a shark kill these people? And it's just like, it's not, it's not wrestling. It's just, it's just stupid. That's basically what this worst of 2020 is. It is all just fucking stupid. And that, my friends, was my worst of 2020. Don't worry, guys. There's going to be a best of 2020 where hopefully myself and Richie are going to be recording soon, talking about our favourite matches and etc. And don't forget, guys, to leave a comment down below on what you think about this worst of 2020 and do you have other categories you might have included that I might have forgotten or do you agree with a lot of my picks I've had today? And also as well, guys, please don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to Nair Wrestling on all the different social medias, podcasting networks and YouTube too. And that was Nair Wrestling, guys. I've been your amazing host, as always, your boy, Mark Sylvester. And don't forget, guys, to take care and always remember... The end is here, the game is over. To me in a dream last night, you were standing in a brilliant light. One minute here, but the next you were gone. I thought you could stay. But I was so wrong The end is here The game is over No more pretending No more